What is time? What is space? Join me, Philip Jacobs, as we explore time and history's greatest anomalies and overlooked achievements on A Journey Through Time. Thanks for having me on the show, Phil. Oh, it is excellent to have you in the studio. Now, uh, as I understand it, you have recently written a book uh, titled Czar Nicholas II, The Story of Two African Love Slaves in 1800 Southern Georgia. How would you like to tell me some more about that? Um, the book is actually a few years old, uh, Phil, not to, uh, uh, not to correct you or anything like that, and I do enjoy talking about the book, but today I have a real special thing I, I would like to bring oh, to the show. That's and uh, very interesting, but I would really like to hear more about this book. We really planned a very extensive uh, program, I would say, Phil, around and, these and, tapes and, and that I've brought in. That is fine and dandy, but uh, please, please just uh, tell me more, more about this book. Okay. Not to divulge too much, but uh, it was a... Uh, Fun little story, I actually um, went uh, down to Zimbabwe. Oh, oh Zimbabwe, yeah. and uh, that is uh, not on this continent. Uh, no, it is, is in Africa, actually. Oh, and and Africa is a continent. Yes, it is. Or is it a continent? It, it is a continent. A continent? Yes. Continent? No. Continent? So, yes. So when I was in Zimbabwe, uh-huh. um, I ended up meeting a lovely couple down there. They were in a tribe. Uh, there was a few huts oh, and uh, oh, a lot and, of bugs. And, and, and these huts and bugs, were they most discomfortable? Uh, yeah, yes, they, they were That's very fascinating dis- stuff. Dis- Today on uh, A Journey Through Time with Philip Jacobs, you are listening to WKOBE. You are listening to A Journey Through Time with Philip Jacobs. Today is Dr. Richard Stewart is in the studio, and uh, I, as I understand it, he has some very interesting uh, audio tapes. Now, uh, how would you like to tell me some more about these tapes? Um, <clears throat> um yeah, the, the, the tapes. Um, so uh-huh. when I originally found these tapes, they, they were uh, passed down from one of the cast members of the show, oh. Um, oh. from the show that the tapes are. And, he pa- oh. When he died, he passed them down to his brother-in-law. And, and death is what happens when uh, life no longer exists. So he passed them down to his brother-in-law, and his brother-in-law put them into a bomb shelter in Kansas. Oh, and, 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 and Kansas is a city? Um, it is a state, but it, it is also two cities. Oh, that's fascinating. And, and now, it's isn't it true that bomb shelters were often lined in in uh, lead to prevent uh, uh, inner contamination from uh, radiation due to nuclear fallout during the suspected scare of nuclear war um, in the 1950s? Y- yes, that is ex- that is a very well-crafted statement on bomb shelters. Oh, well, you really I know your you. facts there, Phil. I, re- I really know nothing. So, so brother-in-laws are a very interesting thing. Um, 
yes, they are to those who are married. Yeah, I'd say they, they are definitely interesting. And marriage is a very sacred institution that is held in extremely high regard to our listeners. Isn't that correct? I'm, I can't speak on behalf of the listener, but I could assume. <laughs> That's true, it is. And once again, you're turning into WKOBE, and you're listening to A Journey Through Time with Philip Jacobs. And again, with me in the studio is Dr. Richard Stewart. Now, you uh, have these audio recordings. Now, what makes these so, so special? Well, Phil, it's... <clears throat> <coughs> <clears throat> Excuse me. Um, the what makes these tapes special is they are a 1940s radio show. Uh-huh. Now these are the unabridged tapes. Oh, and and unabridged is meaning uh, uncensored. Is is that correct? That is correct. Uh-huh. Um, what this show is is a World War II show. It was used uh-huh. in a effort to promote the sale of war bonds. Oh, actually, wow. oh, very interesting stuff. Fascinating. So what? These tapes, what makes them so special is, is that the unabridged version, where you would hear the show and then you would normally uh, hear a commercial, these tapes actually have what was going on oh, behind the oh, scenes, and, which and, does make for a very interesting oh, and dramatic background. D- dra- drama on dramatic radio. <laughs> Isn't that interesting? It, it, is, it is quite enjoyable. <laughs> so... What? I, well. <laughs> That's a, that was a one heck of a, a knee slapper. <laughs> I'm I'm glad you enjoyed it, Phil. Well, you know, they said I should have been a comedian. Well, so before we start uh, playing it, I, I'd like to give a bit of an introduction. the The show is called Kurt uh-huh. Vanderwick Hero at War, oh, and Kurt it stars Hero at War. Stars Sounds daring, doesn't it, it? It's very daring, very uh-huh. uh, action packed. Oh, I'd, I'd like to say, oh. um, action, action's good. Yep, Kurt Vanderwick is played by uh, Roger Hart, uh-huh. uh, little known actor now. Um, at the time, he was the. Uh, Next up and coming, Cary Grant, you oh, might say. Oh wow, Cary Grant, and he was he he was something, wasn't he? Y- yes, he was. But the, he was the Cary Grant of radio. Oh. Um, some one person said once. So these tapes, I, I do want to. Oh, I don't. I don't know how to put this. So uh-huh. what the listener um, is about to hear. Uh-huh. Um is just right in the middle of an episode of Kurt Vanderwick. Um, the, so they, there was a little bit of a they, damage on the tapes when I and I when I got them originally. So the so first there's, episode there's and no be, there's no beginning. No, no, they, Phil. There, there's there, no there beginning. Is no beginning. Did, 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 what, did, did. There's no. There's no beginning there, to the show. There's no beginning. There's no beginning. No, I'm, so, I'm sorry. What are you doing? The tapes were damaged. This is a very professional program. I'm sorry. You were bringing in unfinished material. It's. it's, it's but there's no start. Yeah, we're not going to no. give me a start. What? Don't start. There's no start. This makes no sense. I, oh, oh, we are live right now. Do you realize we are live? I did not. Do you really? I'm going to talk to you. For those of you just tuning in, you are listening to WKOBE. Uh, right now, we are going to be publishing, uh, uh, broadcasting the very first um ever uh, live broadcast of the show Kurt Vanderwick Hero at War. Uh, 
Um, what's uh, oh, this uh, is the first? I'm sorry, I'm sorry, Phil. I don't 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 mean to step on your toes, but um, there. I should. I'd like to set it up just a little bit more for the listener. Um, so what uh, they're going to hear is half of an episode. Then it will cut to a commercial, and we will hear the behind-the-scenes stuff, the real juicy oh, uh, bits. Oh, and then it will go okay. to another, the conclusion of that episode. And then I believe you will hear a little bit more of the behind-the-scenes. Oh, so I just wanted to set that up for any listeners oh, at home who might be a little confused stuff. about what they're fantastic. about to hear. Well, let's I, give the uh, very first. Live broadcast recording of Kurt Vandewick, Hero at War, here on A Journey Through Time with Philip Jacobs. Let's give it a listen. Hello, Timmy. It's me, Kurt Vandewick, Hero at War. Glad to see you made it back in one piece. Boy, Kurt, you are kidding when you said that there were a lot of enemies out there. Oh, no, I wasn't. Well, the important thing is that you found the radio. Now we can call in for reinforcements and show Hitler's army what happens when you mess with the good old U.S. of A. Oh, jumping jeepers! What's that? That? That's gunfire, Timmy. That tends to happen in warfare. They must have spotted you when you went down the alleyway. I knew it would have been too dangerous. I should have just done it myself. But... Everyone knows that Nazis can see better at night. Oh no, Kurt! It looks like they shot the radio! There's no way we'll be able to call in for reinforcements now! Ah, uh, never fear, little Timmy. Kurt Van Wick here at Boar. We'll get us out of this mess. There's another building about two blocks over. If we move out now, we might be able to get there before the crowds know we're gone. Sure sounds like a swell plan, Kurt! Will Kurt Vandewick and little Timmy Tinker make it to the next building before the Nazis find out? What new surprises will this building hold? And will our hero, Kurt Vandewick, be reunited with his long-lost dog, Scraps? Find out after a word from our sponsors. Okay, everyone, we're rolling the commercials. Take five. Did someone get me Thaddeus? I'm going to speak with him post-haste. Sure thing, Mr. Hart. Uh, uh, could, could, could I, could I get you something, uh, Mr., Mr. Hart? Oh, please, call me Roger. We are co-stars now, after all. There's no need for such pleasantries. Uh, oh, okay, uh, Roger. Now, uh, what's your name, son? Oh, uh, it's, 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 uh, uh it's, it's, uh, 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 st- st- Steven, sir. Steven, okay, Steven. Billy, I'm going to tell you something about something that someone once told me when I first got into this business. What, 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 what's that? Well, they told me. They said, Roger, if you ever get into a pickle, or you're feeling nervous, get the worms in your tummy, just imagine the audience in their underpants. But I found out on my first day that it really doesn't work. Oh, oh. Why, why, why is that? Well, see, the thing to remember here in this is the audience is there. You just can't see them. Do you know why? Uh, uh, be- because we're on ra- radio? Ah, correct. I, I think it, it might be a figure of speech uh, on... Well, let me tell you something. I like you, son. 
When I make it to the top and my face is plastered across every silver screen in America, I'm going to take you with me. R really? Really? You wanted to see me, Roger? Ah, Thaddeus, my boy, there you are. Uh, Georgie, why don't you run along and grab me a drink? Oh, what, what would you, what would you like? And it's, uh, it's Stephen, sir. Oh, whiskey, rye, more specifically, and water. But hold the water. <laughs> and if I see one rock in there, I'll be a very angry man. Do you know what a rock is, don't you, boy? Uh, ice? Ah, there you go with that quick wit again. So, uh, what's this you wanted to talk about, Roger? Uh, well, you see, not to criticize you as a writer, that is, but, uh, it's about some of the writing. Oh, yeah, I, I already know. See, the producers, they said we shouldn't do the second act. They said we can't have Kurt Vanderwick, hero at war, killing off an orphanage full of children. Producers said it would be too savage. But all is well. I assured them that it's okay because the Nazi children. You can kill Nazi children on the radio. You just can't kill real children. <laughs> all those producers, all those devils. Oh, that is. You should know me better than that. I don't care about killing Nazi children. That's laughable. What I do care about, though, <laughs> this is a serious matter. I do care about the amount of dialogue I have. I feel such an outstanding character as Kurt Vanderwick, hero at war, should definitely have more dialogue. Roger, this is no time to be arguing about lines. Ah, uh, but this is important. I'm trying to ensure that our show continues to be the success that it has held for the last month. You know what, Roger? Next episode, I'll do you a favor. I'll double your lines. That sounds fantastic. Thank you, Thaddeus. Oh, don't worry about it. Okay, people, we're about to start rolling again. Everyone, take your places. Uh, uh, here, here's your drinks. Here's your ah, uh, thank you, uh, Smithy. Go ahead. I think it's... <laughs> I said no rocks. <clears throat> chose to fight the threat of Nazi tyranny. Armed with his trusted bayonet, Rusty, and aided by his young ward, Tiny Timmy Tinker, well, that's me, there's no truer hero than Kurt Vandewick, hero at war!
For those of you just joining us, Tiny Timmy Tinka tiptoed timidly through a treacherous town taken by the German army. Under the cover of night, the young ward silently slipped past the forces into an old abandoned building where we find our hero, Kurt Vanderwick, hero at war. Our hero and his ward narrowly evaded detection from the superior night vision of the Nazis and made it into the next building, only to find it full of orphans. But not just your run-of-the-mill orphans, they're Nazi orphans. Find out what happens in tonight's thrilling conclusion of Kurt Vanderwick, Hero at War! Oh, wow! That was close, Kurt! I didn't think we would make it! Ah, never fret, Timmy. I needed the practice for my evasion skills. <laughs> oh, drat, back up, Timmy. They've got us surrounded. Uh, Kurt, they just look like orphans to me. Ah, that's where they get you, Timmy. They're actually Nazi orphans. Just look at them. You can see the hate in their eyes. Uh, Kurt, they all look asleep to me. Except for that one in the corner, though. He just looks terrified. <laughs> ah, it's all a ploy, Timmy. Can't you see it? I can feel him trying to peel my flesh back with his eyes. <laughs> I'll handle this. Kurt, no! Ah, take this, you orphan devil. Taste frosty. <laughs> Drat. It's war shriek awoke the others. I guess I'll have to handle them one by one. Good thing I've got old Rusty with me. How about you? Jumping Nazi orphans as long as I have. You tend to learn a thing or two about the impromptu weaponry and the human anatomy. I guess so. Hurt! In the name of the Fuhrer! Oh, jumping jeepers! Oh, darn. I forgot Nazis also hear better at night, too. You two, lay down your arms and surrender yourself to the Reich. You can't stop Kurt Vanderwick here at war. No, Timmy. Do as the sauerkraut says. We're outnumbered and, well, they have machine guns. Besides, Rusty's a bit dull and I don't think he'll get through the helmets in the shape he's in. But, but you're Kurt Vanderwick here at war. Now, I may be good, Timmy, but I ain't that good. Enough with the talking! I told you he was sour. The corporal and the doctor will be most pleased with our work, man. Oh no, such peril, such confusion! How will our heroes escape this predicament they find themselves in now? Find out next week on... Cut Bandwick, Hero at War! Great show, everyone. Y'all free to go home. Have a good night. Yes, thank you. Thank you, you too. Uh, oh, uh, 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 Roger, Roger. Uh, can, I, can, I, can I have a word with you for a minute? Bye, bye, everyone. Ah, sure thing. What seems to be on your mind? Well, is it to congratulate me on another outstanding performance? Well, it's just... Oh, you're really too kind. Roger... 
There's a situation. What kind of a situation? Well, for the next episode, um, we're going to be introducing some new characters and, uh, plot lines, developments, uh, new things are going to be opening up and branching out, uh, and, um, well... You want me to help with the casting of my new co-stars? <laughs> well, that's wonderful, and I'm so honored that you would want me, because I know I have such a keen eye for talent and all. I know I should have been a talent scout, and somebody always told me I had such a good eye, and I should have been a director, but, you know, I'm not trying to step on your toes or anything, but really... Roger, your wife is auditioning for one of the parts. I'm sorry you're going to have to repeat that. It sounded like you said... Your wife is auditioning for one of the parts. Well, that just can't be. I'm afraid it is. She's still here if you want to talk to her. I told her that you would have to discuss her audition with the producers before she could have the part, of course. You know, she's just waiting down the hall. Uh, uh Susan? Can you come in here, please? Yeah, thank you. Two creams, no sugar. All right. Oh, hello. Roger, you're not the producer on this show. No. No, I'm not. But I do have the power to say whether or not you get the part. Well, that is absurd. Well, not necessarily, seeing as he is head of the household. Besides, if you're both here, who's going to, you know, uh... Make sure the mail gets brought in and, you know, keep the house clean. Make sure there's food on the table and watch the kids and, you know. We don't have any children. Yeah, that one's already a sore subject, so let's avoid talking about that. Um, Susan, darling, uh, how can I tell you this in a way that only a loving caring, devoted husband can tell his loving wife. You can't act. You don't have any talent, unless you count spending my money. <sighs> well, Roger, you're an actor, so clearly you don't need to have any talent to make it in this business. Hell's Bell, Susan? You've said some pretty outrageous things before, but how dare you criticize my acting? I am a thespian. They said and that my... And how dare you criticize my acting? I have every how right to be... How dare you? you? Uh, hello. Uh, I'm, I'm sorry if I'm uh, interrupting something. Um, I'm just looking to find where the auditions for the part of Claudette are. Uh, uh, what, what, what's your name, sweetheart? Uh, it, it, it's Margaret, sir. Oh, uh, well, uh, guess what, Margie? You got the pot. Really? But, but you didn't even hear me read. Don't need to. The woman that was originally kind of seemed to can't get along with the other actors. So, you got the pot. Come by first thing tomorrow. Oh, oh, thank you, sir. Uh, I won't let you down. Of course you will, but I have high standards. <sighs> Bushwah! Oh, calm down, darling. Can't you see? Everything worked out just grand. 
And I think that's going to be a good place to stop. Once again, I am Philip Jacobs, and my guest has been Dr. Richard Stewart. And you have been listening to A Journey Through Time. Uh, Rich, any uh, final words for our listeners? Uh, no, I just wanted to thank you for having That's me on the show. That's excellent. Really... And now I'm going to hand the microphone over to my long-term friend and colleague, Russell Wilson, your personal conductor on the night train. Hello, I'm Russell Wilson, and you're on the night train. Tonight's guest has found a connection between alien abductions and avian flu. My guess is they both start with A. Here on The Night Train. Thank you for tuning in to listen to A Journey Through Time, which is an off-brand entertainment podcast. Tonight's episode was written and performed by Robert Mays, Matthew Neal, and me, Annie Drussel. If you happen to have enjoyed what you just heard, you can like our Facebook page, www.facebook.com slash ajourneythroughtime, to be informed when we put out new episodes and any other creative endeavors that we may partake in. Until next time, friends. Goodbye.